the Oyster Stew podcast, where we discuss what's happening in the industry based on what we see as we work with regulators and clients. Oyster consultants are industry practitioners. We aren't career consultants. We've done your job and we know the issues you face. You can learn more about Oyster Consulting and the value we can add to your firm by going to our website, oysterllc.com. Welcome back, everybody. What's the best ways you can think of to, to manage your relationship with the regulators and or improve the relationship with the regulators? Probably everybody needs to do that at one time or another, or certainly always wants to have a better relationship with the regulators than they currently have. Love to get your thoughts. Start with that. Uh, well, I'll speak from a FINRA perspective. And if I had one thing that I would recommend a firm in terms of managing the relationships with FINRA, it would be to build a good working relationship with your risk analyst that's assigned to your firm. They're the person that is monitoring everything that the firm does, and their assessments are what drive a lot of key decisions in terms of how frequently the firm's going to be reviewed, what's going to be reviewed during an examination, whether the firm's going to be considered low risk or high risk. Those are the people that are going to make those determinations. So the better relationship that you have with them, if you can build a relationship of mutual trust, if you can meet with them regularly to explain what the firm does, but also the controls that the firm has in place to mitigate any risks that they're concerned about, the better that relationship's going to go, the better your exams are going to go. So that would be the one thing I would say from FINRA's perspective that I would do. Jeff, your thoughts? Those of us that are former regulars have an easier access to our former colleagues, but I really think it's a matter of candor, directness, reading what the SEC has to say. I can say that during the course of any exam, I've never been surprised because I've talked to them every day and found out what their concerns were, what they liked and didn't like. It's not to say that I could make things go away, but it's really a matter of the touch that you have with them in terms of managing them. Evan, your thoughts? FINRA presents some opportunities because FINRA is a private organization. It's They don't like to admit it, but it's a membership organization. And they do have working groups and committees, and you can get a little insight into the workings. And I, anyone I've known who has served on any, whether it's a district business conduct committee or a working group, they really leave there and say, wow, I FINRA really thinks this is important or FINRA really wants to do this. They really do get an insight. I don't know how much that insight is available to government organizations. They don't have that kind of integration with the industry the way FINRA does. And certainly working with FINRA committees or working groups, it's not going to inoculate you from compliance problems. You can't schmooze your way out of it but it does give you a sense of their priorities, how they operate, that can be very valuable. But as Ed said, getting to know the people who regulate you, now that FINRA has switched its model from a kind of geographic district exam program to a a firm type program, I think it would be important to get to know, because you probably a lot of firms now have new people they're gonna be working with. So I think it's important that they reach out, learn who they're working with, and kind of see how much communication they can have with them. 
Evan, to that point, you know, I, I used to be one of Fitter's representatives on the, the district and regional committees for the Midwest, and we would have meetings twice a year. And the meetings were great. It was a great opportunity for us to talk about issues and get to know what were the challenges of the firms. But the thing that I found the most informative was the dinner the night before, because you sat with people, regulators and industry people in a social setting, and you got to talk to the people as just real people and you got to know them. And quite frankly, I built a lot of great relationships that way. So I would encourage to your point, if you have the opportunity to run for a district committee, to run for small firm advisory board or a governor's spot, or even being on one of the, the specific advisory committees to do it, because I think you'll learn a lot, you'll get a preview of things that are coming, but you'll also be able to build relationships with the people that regulate you. Yeah, I would add, I think certain conferences you can go to, FINRA has their annual conference in May. You're regulated by FINRA. It makes sense for you to go there and and meet the people and go to the panels and hear from the regulators. I think the same thing with SIFMA. A lot of the SEC folks are there. A lot of FINRA folks are there as well. The SIFMA Compliance and Legal Society and, and their conferences, both regional and the national or the annual conference. And, um, you know, also the SEC Speaks is one that uh, there are uh, clearly it's all the SEC regulators, the senior folks that are speaking and, and are there and try hard to get to know them, try hard to meet people. They're they're human, too. They, they've got a job to do. And so I think you can try to make your presence known, let, let the regulators know that you're interested, that you're showing up at these conferences to hear what they have to say. That helps, I think. Final thoughts by anybody? Patrick, just just to kind of discuss, uh, you know, getting to know people, I think it's important for people in the industry to understand who their players are. Ed, you talked about the fact that you were on the on the Midwest Council, Fender. So I couldn't agree more attending conferences, associations. When I was a regulator and I would go to a conference, there were some times that I would seek out people in the industry and vice versa. We'd say, hey, we're going to be at a, at a conference. I'd like to meet you. Like, want to make sure that we're getting we're getting everything right. Evan, as far as the, your comment, uh, whether or not, you know, there are other working groups and so forth, I can't tell you the number of working groups that I worked on when I was a state regulator. The other thing I'll mention is that NASA, North American Securities Administrators Association, has about 25 or 30 working groups. Very important to keep those relationships up and ongoing. Okay, gentlemen, thank you very, very much for your time. Again, this is Jeff Hiller, who uh, has been 30 plus years in the industry and five years at the SEC in enforcement. Evan Rosser, 20 plus years in uh, at FINRA enforcement and the liaison between the exam staff and, and the enforcement staff. Ed Wagner, 20 plus years at FINRA, formerly senior exec at the uh, Midwest Regional Office, and Bill Riley, who spent over 30 years at the state of Florida. I'm Patrick Dennis. I spent eight and a half years at the SEC. I've been in-house legal for a number of firms. So if there's anything we can do to help you out or if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to any of us and we'll be happy to try and give you our insight as to what's going on with the regulators and the exams if that's your issue. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to follow the Oyster Stew podcast on whatever platform you listen to, or check us out on our website at www.oysterllc.com. Thanks very much.